create lasting change, inspire others, and make a difference. You have joined the Influencers Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Donaldson, and each week you will hear from distinguished co-hosts and guests as they share insights into impacting our culture from your neighborhood to the nations. I cannot think of anyone else I'd rather have on this week's Influencers Podcast than Barry McGuire. Barry exudes enthusiasm, which means intense and eager enjoyment. It comes from two Greek words, entheos, the spirit of God within, and that's Barry McGuire. But right now we have to admit it's hard to have enthusiasm. When you're afraid of losing your job or contracting this virus, uh, we are sequestered in our homes. I've heard so many pastors over this last week that have shared be strong and courageous out of the book of Joshua. And there's nobody better to speak to us than Barry McGuire, who walks fearlessly and boldly through this life. Barry is a president of McGuire's Inc., the host of Car Crazy. He is a recipient of the prestigious Peterson Automotive Museum Icon Award uh, because of his influence on and through the car lobby. Barry McGuire is a president of McGuire's Inc., the host of Car Crazy. He is a recipient of the coveted Peterson Automotive Museum Icon Award. His uh, influence in the car industry, it spans the globe. He is also the founder of Revival Outside the Walls. And you can go to that website at rotw.com, which provides resources and equips individuals to live out their faith in daily life. Barry, I've heard so many preachers say, be strong and courageous, but it's hard uh, when you're sick or afraid of contracting this virus. Your livelihood hangs in the balance, but I believe that nobody is better to speak to us today than you, someone who has walked fearlessly and boldly for the Lord for so many years. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Thank you, Dave, and I'm greatly honored to be on your show. I mean, you're the you're the man, and uh, I even know what uh, all that you're accomplishing um, now and throughout your life. You've been amazing and a great friend, and so thank you for having me on. Um, this thing about being hard to be patient right now is not exactly what I'm feeling. Uh, I've never been more patient, more excited of the tragedy. You know, God's view of bad and our view of bad are two different things. Our view of bad is you know, the best of everything, the best health, the best house, the best spouse, the best food, the, you know, and God's view of, of good and bad, his view of good is uh, how can we get as many people into heaven as possible? Uh, that's, that's the real ultimate goal. And, um, you know, it's interesting back in nine 11, this is a, for instance, um, when nine 11 hit, uh, the, our churches had record attendance. I mean, attendance went through the roof. And, and I mean, when w w in good times, we get along without God, you know, we, even Christians, we can, we often pray less because we don't need you right now, God, but boy, you get into problems. All of a sudden you're praying a lot. And even non-believers pray a lot. And, and in times of tragedy, uh, that people start thinking about their own immortality and, and think about God. And so in nine, after nine 11, they rushed to rush to church. Well, now they're rushing to church as well, but they're rushing to Christian radio and Christian television. Thank God for both of them. 
you know, at any given time, about 30% of all the people are listening to Christian radio are non-believers. But they're flocking in, in huge numbers right now, and, and a lot to our uh, online churches on Sunday morning, Sunday morning services. And um, if I can go back just for a moment, um, there's a huge number, a huge opportunity right now because of all the chaos in the world. About 86%, you and I have talked about this, Dave. About 86% of the unchurched, the, uh, the unbelievers, and understand about 80% of America doesn't go to church. Only 20% of our population still goes to church now. I mean, we're, we are a post-Christian society. I mean, by, by all statistics, that's, that's what, we, what we are. So of all those people that aren't going to church, about 86% of them um, know the world's out of control, would like to believe there's a God who can make sense out of the chaos, and are actually looking for somebody to tell them. Can you believe that? I mean, that's... That's huge. That's you know. That's that's the fields are white for harvest, right? And and, and they're just waiting for us. And and over eighty percent of them already have a Christian in their life that they know that they trust. So I mean, this is huge opportunity. But less than one percent of us are intentionally sharing our faith. And so the the scriptures, the laborers are few. I mean, if we see that right before our eyes, and now it's multiplied a thousandfold. With everybody coming, everybody went, what a moment to share the love of God, the peace of God with with people that are desperate for the peace that we have, you know? And um, my pastor is Greg Laurie, and he always has a sermon at the end of his service. And he normally has about 100 people except the Lord online, you know, on a given week. Uh, three Sundays ago, the first Sunday of this tragedy, he had 1,700 people except the Lord. And the next Sunday, two Sundays, last, uh, you know, a week ago, he had 3,200 people accept the Lord wow. online. That is awesome. And yesterday, or what is, of course, our timing for this broadcast is this last Sunday, over 4,000 people accepted the Lord. That's not natural. Mm-hmm. That's supernatural. People are hungry. And what does that say to all of us as lay people? Everybody we know is hungry. Every non-Christian, every unsaved person in our life is hungry and desperate for this precious gift that we carry around in these clay pots of our ordinary lives. We can't keep it to ourselves. We ha- we have to share it. So this, in a nutshell, there. I am so excited about the opportunity. I, I pray for those who are travail and, and the hurting and the tragedies and the tragedies and people losing their jobs and the, uh, you know the all that. I mean, it's just it's horrific. It really. I'm not underplaying that at all. But in the midst of that, I mean, that's driving everybody to their knees and looking at God. And this is opportunity for us. And there's never, none of us as lay people have ever had a bigger opportunity to lead our Christian, our our unchristian, our unsaved friends to the Lord than right now. You know, people are going to look back on this crisis and they're going to ask themselves, others are going to ask them, what did you do? And I hope our response isn't, well, I stayed inside and I went on a Netflix binge. When, like you said, this is the opportunity (laughs) for the church to rise up uh, to meet the needs of our neighbors, you know, practical, tangible needs. But at the same time, like you said, to share with them the love of Jesus. Uh, We interviewed somebody who is going, you know, to their neighbors, uh, via online, offering to help them, whether it's going to the grocery store to get, you know, groceries or whatever, diapers. And uh, this is an opportunity to even get to know our neighbors 
It really is. It really is. But but as you and I both know and, and say loudly, uh, it's not just a cup of cold water. It's the cup of cold water in Jesus' name. Otherwise, it's just a cup of cold water. And we need to use that as an opportunity. Being nice to people, being good and, and doing good things doesn't get us or anybody else into heaven. It's, it's bringing them to the Lord. So they do it, say, you know, God, when they say, why are you doing this? Simply, to simple, say, you know, God just put you in my heart that you got a need. I, and I and I need to answer just something so they know. That it's like, why is Bob being such a good person? Oh, he's a Christian. If we, you know, none of us can save the world. None of us can. We can't light the world. We have that. I mean, that's ridiculous. But we can light our worlds. We can be a light in normal times when we're in waiting rooms and we're when we're in restaurants for the server, when we're in a, in a checkout line and, and, and the cashier there. If it's nothing but have a good day and, and God bless you. Just love on that person for a moment. You know, you can, you can move people closer to Jesus in, in, in seconds. And I guess the the number one thing we have to get over is this idea that we have to get them on their knees and pray the sinner's prayer every time. That's that rarely ever happens. It takes maybe twenty uh, interactions with Christians before somebody actually comes to an understanding. But you, some sow and some for <laughs> lies and some water, you know. And you don't know where. But just move everybody. That's the, the slogan that we just stay with. Move everybody every day closer to Jesus. If we do that with everybody we're talking to on the phone, do it. We're always. And God bless you. I'm praying for you. So they know, wow, that's that's a different person. So it's, it's more than doing good things, isn't it? It's way bits it's, it's salvation's the been doing big things gets their attention and we do it with love and and with with joy. But at the same time, our big greatest joy is moving them into the family of God. You know, Barry, I've had the joy of being with you at car shows. You're a rock star at these car shows, so it's kind of fun to walk with you. And I've seen you time and time again use your love for cars and the hobby to cross over to share about Jesus. Talk with us about how to do that. It's so easy. And quite frankly, if I could put a little pitch in for ROTW.com, we don't have enough time in this program, but we have a, a ton of experiences to help some videos on our website, ROTW.com, which is a revival outside the walls. And you can do that, but you know, it's not a text. It's it's not a script. It's it just he says they'll know you're my disciple by your love, and when you love on people, people know it. They know when it's real. You can't feign it. It has to be real love. When you love on people, it is amazing. You know, complete strangers will open up and tell you they're hurt within three, four, five minutes that they wouldn't even tell their best friend. They open up so it's, it's shocking how fast they open up. Well, but I got this from, and then without having any forethought, you don't have to prepare. There's no pressure on it. You know, uh, God promises his word. The Holy spirit just brings the right words to us. It might be a life experience. It might be a scripture that fits perfectly. It might be somebody else's life experience. And when you get just relax, God would just bring that to his Holy spirit just speaks through you. And when you have that right, I look at, I have an ammo chest of all these scriptures and life experiences. <laughs> it's my ammo chest. I got to pull some, what's the, what's the best thing to, to wage this warfare, you know? And, and it's just amazing how that happens. I got in a taxi the other day and, you know, the guy was just going crazy. His, his wife had just died and his kids were out of control. And he, he was just, he, he was just, he, he was just profanity. Unbelievable. Karen, I looked at each other and I just said to him, it just came to me. You know, God says, come unto me, oh, you're burdened and heavy laden. I will give you rest. He's wrong. Oh, 
He yelled, do I need rest? Oh, man, I knew I had him. <laughs> so from there to our destination, I just, this Lord just kept me screaming. He, and then he said, I got to get in church. I got to get a church. I got to go to church. I said, I tell you what, give me your text. Give me your cell number. I'll find a church there in Texas. Would you do that for me? Absolutely. And so we tipped him real good, you know. You want to tip him good. And I said, can we pray for you? And he said, yes, would you please? There we are in front of the restaurants, traffic going by, people walk the restaurant. And we're in a huddle here, right in front of the taxi, in a circle, you know, with arms around each other, carrying at the taxi driver. They walk away from that experience. Wow, unbelievable. God, you just put us in the right taxi. When you're sharing your faith, it's more for what it does for you, folks. If you've never had that experience, you don't even understand what being a Christian is all about. I got to tell you. And and he didn't say go in the world and read your Bible. He didn't say go in the world and pray. He said go in your world and tell. Tell people. And when you do that, here's what happens. They'll ask you questions you don't know. And that's when the fun, the fun begins. Because now you're digging in your word. You get home at night, man, nobody has to tell you to read your Bible. You're digging. I got to get back to Bob tomorrow. <laughs> And then you find it, oh, pray, and you've been praying, God, give me the right scripture. And you see the scripture, oh, I can't wait to get back to Baltimore. You get back to Baltimore, you show the scripture, oh, my goodness, and he's in tears, you're in tears, you're both praying. I tell you, folks, if you haven't had that kind of an experience, which you could have every day of your life, it's 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 unbelievable the closest it brings to you. And, and when you speak, words come out of your mouth, you don't even know where they came from. Just the Holy Spirit puts it all together. There's this wonderful scripture in Isaiah 43.10. He says, I appoint you as my witness so that you will believe. So that you will believe. If you don't have joy, if your belief system is a little weak right now, I got to tell you, get it. Go to ROTW.com. We'll tell you how to do it. But start loving. Just love on people. It's easy. And when the need comes up, just trust the Lord that he'll give you the right words to say. That when the questions come, just Say, let me, I'll get back to you on that. Let me, let me look at the word. Like, would you allow me to pray for you and read the word for, and study the word for you for the next couple of days? And I'll have an answer for you. They'll never tell you no. And then you come back with, with, with gems of wisdom from the, from God's word. It's just, well, you know, Dave, I mean, you and I both do it. It's just, that's heavy. You know, I'm no, not I unique. Done. Everybody I know that's doing this has the same passion. It's just like, we're invincible. I mean, it's like, if we die, we die with gain, and we die knowing and, and, and leading people to the Lord till our last breath, you know. And I've been in the hospital. I had almost my last breath. And I was looking. Everybody walked through that door. I got to move them closer to Jesus. I wasn't even focused on my faith. <laughs> well, you know, Jesus is always wanting to multiply us. And yes. you know, the great Bill Bright used to say, God blesses those whom he trusts. And he wants to clone people like Barry McGuire that have the enthusiasm and the passion. And I remember I was on an airplane and a lady behind me was coughing, sneezing, and I could literally feel it on my neck. Ooh. I'm having a pity party and, and why me, Lord, I'm trying to help people in need and I'm, I'm sharing you know, the gospel, why me? And I kid you not, it was so loud, I felt like the Lord said to me, what if I put you in front of this woman because I believed that you would have faith enough for her healing? Talking about a parable, these people that right now are, that are supposed interruptions into our busy schedule, people that could threaten us, 
you know, physically, you know, maybe this is a moment like never before, as you said, Barry, for us to reach out. And I'm not saying you go up and give them a hug, but use technology, send them a text, call them up. This is a moment. So many people that you've been wanting to reach out to for years, old friends that God will bring to your remembrance right now to reach out. And we're seeing, I believe, a revival. I can tell you through CityServe right now in SoCal alone, we've been able to reach out to over a million people. And wow. one out of every, every wow. nine of those people are accepting <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, praise God. And so praise God. this is a moment for a movement. And uh, Barry, what would you say just in closing, because you are a business owner, uh, you've had tens of thousands of employees, and you know what it's like uh, to let people go. And it's tough. I've been talking with business owners that right now are really discouraged. Uh, they're concerned whether their business is going to go under. Can you take a moment and speak to that business man and woman? Well, I would like to speak to our entire audience because the same message, whether they're business people or, or students or um, uh, lawyers or attorneys or teachers or what have you. They, uh, this is a moment of salvation. This really is. What can we do where we're, where we're shut in? We can do this. I tell you what I did on, on, on Saturday. Karen will tell you, I was a very busy guy on Saturday. I was texting every unsaved friend I had. I sent a group to a group email the, the week previous and said, Entitled the email happy hour. <laughs> and I said, Hey, you want to have That's a happy right. hour tomorrow? <laughs> and this was Saturday night now, right? And I said, you want to have a happy hour tomorrow? I guarantee you this will be a happy hour and it may change your life. Go to harvest.org and you will not believe what you're going to hear. Now, harvest.org happens to be my pastor, Greg Laurie's service. Okay. And he has harvest at home, but here's the deal. I'm not just saying he's my pastor. He has an all a powerful, altar call and and so folks if you if you if, well you're shut in and you're reaching out saying i say but say oh most importantly go tomorrow to whatever whatever line, online ministry you know that has an altar call make sure they have an altar call most online servers are not having altar calls i've looked at the services this last week a number across the country and they're saying you know be of good cheer be of good faith you're protected by god and uh, and love on people and help people. And there was not one word of salvation in any of those messages, Dave, not one. One of the leading pastors in America, he said, God wants you to be like Jesus. Well, yeah, but I think there's a step between where we are now and being like Jesus. You know, there's not mention of the cross and the blood and salvation. There was not, where are we? We've got, we've dumbed down the church. And so it's a call to pastors across America, right? This is an SOS call for the church. Pastors, if you're listening to us right now, you have an obligation to, to give a call for salvation at the end of every one of your service, whether it's just for your, in your church building or online or, or Sunday morning service, what have you. We have to have, we got to get back to altar calls. How are people going to get saved if there's no altar calls? On the other hand, how are they going to know unless somebody tells them that's our job? 80% of the people are not in church. So the burden is on us as lay people. So how do we do that right now? Well, I, I just uh, started to tell you. I, so I sent a group email last week, this Saturday, all day long. I text every single 
unsaved friend I had in a, a dialogue, a dialogue with just a moment. And I said, would you please do me, be, would you do, please do me this favor and your, you a favor and go to harvest.org tomorrow morning and your life and expect a, a message that will light your life. And Greg Laurie on an average Sunday has a hundred people saved on average online, hundred people saved the first Sunday of this whole episode. He had 1700 people saved last Sunday awesome. a week ago. He had 3,200 people saved online, Dave. And yesterday, well, they, they, this last Sunday, he had over 4,000 people saved. People are hung. These are not normal times. We can't preach normal sermons, folks. And we can't just sit there and play Monopoly and, and call people and say, I hope you're well. We'll have a good day. No, they're waiting. They're, they're hungry. Recognize that every unsaved your friend needs are desperate for the peace that you have, that we have. And it's so easy to send them an email. It just, hey, by the way, here's something you, you've got to miss this. Get in on this. Well, go to whatever whatever your online church is. And I, mine happens to be harvest.org because I know that'll drive them to the cross every single time. If you don't like to talk to people, you don't have to. You can do it with text or emails. Start doing that now. every Saturday. Night. You know, if all those listening to us right now, think of it. If everybody listening to us right now would do that this Saturday, can you imagine how many people come into the kingdom this weekend because of this podcast? Wow. Wow. Well, Barry, <laughs> That's you're telling us that Barry, you're telling us that there is something more contagious than this virus, and that is hope <laughs> in Jesus Christ. I mean, COVID nineteen is no match uh, to the gospel and what well, the and, Lord is doing for can, you and others. If I can jump in just for a second, uh, it, it's a terrible virus. It's and it's tragedy. I don't want to underplay that. It infected a hundred thousand people. Well, we have two hundred million people in crisis. We have over two hundred million people in America that are lost. Okay, and we never talk about hell and what that means for churches because it might scare people. But it's real. We have over 200 people, 200 million people in America that are lost and they're blind. Satan blinds their eyes. That's why we have these politicians saying such outrageous things. They're blind. You can't get mad at them. They're lost. And whose fault is that? That's ours. The problem is the church. We've gone quiet. We've just gone silent. We've turned our lights out. God help us. This is the time to turn our lights on. And we can do that individually with everybody we talk to, moving everybody every day close to Jesus. Keep that thought in mind. Everybody, every day, your family members, your fellow Christians, you know, everybody, everybody you talk to, move and do something. If only you say, and God bless you, you know, and let them know you mean it. And they walk away saying, that's a nice person. And, that, and they're a Christian. If we all started doing that, people start saying, I'm Bubby and then uh, so many people and they're nice people. They're all Christians. I Maybe I need to rethink my view of Christianity. We can do this if we just start being light. And it's not being like Barry McGuire. It's being like the scriptures. He said, go, go into the world and be salt light. You know, this is his command to us. And uh, we don't really have much an option. If we're going to be, if we love God, we're going to keep his commandments. And if we love God, if we really love God, we can't help ourselves anyway. If we love the hamburger we had last night, we're probably going to tell somebody about it today. If we love God, if we really love God, we're going to share it. It's just natural. And the more you do it, the more fun it gets. And I guess that's the, my last word for you. When uh, John 15, 11 says, when you bear fruit, my joy will remain with you and your joy will remain full. Wow. 
And I can tell you, I'm a product of that. For 40 years, I've been. Do you want to know why I'm so passionate and excited? Because I've been doing this for 40 years. I'm just excited out of my skin. Mm. Every day is an adventure. And that's his promise to every single one of our listeners right now. Well, Barry McGuire, I'm glad that God used the Influencer Podcast to help you come out of your shell. (laughs) 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 But uh, I started out by saying enthusiasm, enthusiasm, entheos. And Mm. the other word that I sent you just a few days ago, because you sent me just a really affirming text. And I said, encouragement, it means to put courage in. And you've done that for me. And you've done that for our listeners today uh, to be bold, courageous, and sharing the good news with every person uh, that we come in contact with, or perhaps we've lost contact with. And so uh, let's take a few minutes and let uh, Barry pray for us, and then I will close our time out. Sure. Father God, there's a lot of folks listening as their Lord and Savior. They know who you are. They, Jesus, they know who you are. They they would swear in a stack of Bibles who Jesus is, that Jesus is the Son of God. They know you, but they haven't received you as their Lord and Savior. And the feeling, the predominant feeling, God, you know this, is that most people, like three-fourths of America, believes that they can be good enough to go into heaven, to get into heaven, to read people. There's a lot of people listening to us right now think, I'm better than those Christians. I'm better than the people around me. I, God knows my heart. I'm a good person. But your word says all of us have fallen short. There's not one that's righteous. It's the straight edge of the law that shows us how crooked we are. Our righteousness is filthy rags. In fact, you say all have sinned, every one of us have sinned. I mean, we can't even live up to our own standards. We have fallen. You're a pure, holy God. You can't tolerate sin. How can we come into your presence when we're sinful? How can we do that? And the wage of sin is death. Hell wasn't made for man. It was made for Satan. But if we don't accept Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, there's nowhere else for us to go. There is a hell and there is a heaven. And we're, we have a lot of folks listeners right now. They're standing in the gap in between there, having yet to make life's most important decision. Folks, all you have to, it's a, the word goes on and says, but, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And if we confess our sins, we just say, just simply say, God, I pray that you'll provoke you right now to pray this prayer with us. Holy God, I recognize that I'm short, that, I, that I've fallen short, that I am sinful. I cannot believe you love me in spite of my sin. And I just want to confess my sin right now. I confess my sin right now. And I receive your forgiveness. Jesus, I thank you for dying on that cross and shedding your blood for my forgiveness so that I can enter in and receive your righteousness and receive your gift of eternal life. Thank you, Holy God, for sending your son and doing that for us. You're an awesome God. You love us in spite of We can't, nothing separates us from your love, no matter where we are in our lives, no matter what we've done. You love us completely. You love every one of every person listening to us right now. You love as much as you've ever loved anybody. And you're speaking to each of our listeners right now. Holy God, bring them across the line by the power of your Holy Spirit into this wonderful, wonderful experience of knowing that we're clean. We stand before you clean, white as snow, and knowing without a shadow of a doubt that we're on our way to Because of this prayer, we pray right now. I thank you, Holy God. Confirm that in the hearts of all those who have prayed for this at this very moment, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Thank you, Barry. And I would encourage our listeners to go to Revival Outside the Walls. Uh, You'll find, as Barry mentioned, so many helpful, inspiring uh, stories and resources. And But Barry, thank you so much for really inspiring us today, challenging us. Thank you, Dave. It's, been, it's always an honor to be with you. You're a great friend. God bless you. God bless. Thanks so much. I hope you enjoy listening to Influencers on the Charisma Podcast Network. Join us next week for another thought-provoking episode. And remember to use your influence to move people closer to Jesus.